Welcome to the Shine Podcast. My name is Amanda Smearman, and I'm the owner of Shine Studio Salon and Spa. Join us each week as we tackle beauty topics, business topics, and things that make you want to do better, be better, and reach those goals that you have always wanted to go for. Let's get started. What I originally wanted to name today's episode was Let's Talk Toners, but I changed it to color finishing because there's more to finishing your color than just a toner. So I want to talk about that today. And if you are a client and you're not a hairstylist, this is something you can still listen to because it's something that um, if you are getting color services in the salon, these are things that maybe you can ask your stylist for if they're not already doing it. And if they are doing it, it'll maybe will give you a little bit more of an insight into why we offer these things and what they actually do. I don't even think beforehand to educate them on what it does. I'm just so used to doing it in my routine that this is, it's just what I do. It's, it's a toner. So we're going to talk about toner and we're going to talk about different finishing options because as a hairstylist, you think of toner when you are working with blondes. But there is so many more times that a toner can be useful, beneficial, and it's not just to pad a hairstylist paycheck. It's to make sure that the client is getting the best color service they can and getting the most out of their color. That's really at the end of the day that we want to make our clients happy. We want to ensure that they have the best hair color we can possibly send them out the door with, which keeps them coming back to us, okay? So a toner is, if you're, if you're a hairstylist, you should be very familiar with toners, um, but for clients, a toner is a usually a demi color that we put on. Demi meaning a step down from permanent. Demis usually last up to 26 shampoos. Um, it just depends on the application, how long it's left on, that type of stuff. So um, in our salon, we have what we call rapid toners. These are processed in about five minutes. And then we have our regular demi colors that we also use as toners. Sometimes we mix the two together depending on exactly what tone we are going for. So the biggest thing is why do I need a toner? We have, um, if you're a hairstylist, you you know that um, lightener is not a color. So you put lightener or bleach, as some say, you put that on your on the client's hair and it lifts them blonde. But that's not a color that it's, it's not a specific color that it's lifting them to. All lightener is doing is removing the pigment from the hair and giving you a canvas to work with. So as you're going up the level chart of black to blonde, you know that there's the undertones of red, orange, orange, yellow, or yellow, orange, and yellow, and pale yellow, Okay. Some people like that yellow tone, but most people want a really pretty, either honey blonde, um, we call, there's some that's, that calls it like a buttery blonde, and then you have our um, platinum blondes, our ash blondes, our silver blondes, our white blondes, all kinds of blondes, okay? In order to achieve those specific tones, 
a toner has to be applied. You can't put a lightener on your hair and expect it to automatically lift you to a silver blonde. That's not a thing. That doesn't happen. That's not how it happens. You can't put a lightener on a hair and expect it to lift you to the perfect buttery blonde. Okay? You may be able to put lightener on the hair and it lift you to a perfect caramel because it still very much has a lot of warm tones in it. Even at that, I would still recommend toning, but we'll get into that in a minute. So toners range from every every shade, every tone that you can imagine. If you're wanting a strawberry blonde, you can mix something for that and apply it. So toners are generally put on after the hair is shampooed. You, We personally in the salon, we um, rinse the lightener out. We use a detox shampoo to rebalance the uh, pH of the hair. And then we do a regular shampoo. And then we rinse that towel dry. And that's when we apply our toner. It can be applied at the bowl. Or if it's somebody that has a lot of hair or we're doing like a shadow root and then tone type of deal, we take them back to our chair to apply that just because it's easier and we're not clogging up the shampoo area. I'm not going to go too far into specific uh, formulas because I have another um, episode that will be coming up with one of my stylists that we're going to be talking about blonding. So I don't want to get into specific formulas, but the point with this was basically if you are using lightener, if your hairstylist is using lightener on you, a toner is almost necessary to get you to the shade, the tone that you are wanting to specifically be. A toner is not going to make you lighter. It can make you darker, but it will not make you lighter. Okay, there is absolutely no lift in the developer that is used in toners. So uh, we have we'll have some we'll have some clients that'll think that well we didn't get quite where we didn't get to white blonde today but I think I just need a toner no you're gonna need lifted again to be able to get that shade that you want we are very limited as hairstylists as you know for those of you that are hairstylists you we are very limited as to what. We're kind of at the mercy of the lightener and the hair. We can apply it. We know how to apply it effectively. We know how to apply it to get maximum lift. But maximum lift is based on, number one, the condition of the hair. And number two, the how far the hair will lift. We can't always predict that it will get there. And we do have some clients that have wanted to go white blonde or go to that silver, which is actually beyond white. You have to have it white before you can go silver. Um, th- their hair just will not lift to that shade. Whether it's mineral buildup on their hair, whether it's just their hair in general, some clients just cannot have or achieve that white blonde without severe damage to their hair. And me personally, in my salon, we will not compromise somebody's hair to get them white blonde. It's just not happening. <laughs> I would much prefer our clients walk out the door with hair on their head than no hair. But regardless, getting off topic. So what the toner does besides changing the tone of the hair, it helps to add shine 
it helps to seal that cuticle down. So if you're lifting the hair, you're opening that cuticle, exposing that so the color can be pulled out with the lightener. You need something to kind of smooth it back down, which the toner can do, okay? So I like using something like this in just about every color service I do. And here's why. What I just said. The toner, the use of the toner, the use of the demi-shade that we are using, or demi-color that we're using, is sealing and smoothing that hair back down, closing that cuticle, and adding a gorgeous shine to it. We're into fall now, and I have a lot of clients that darken it up a little bit for fall, whether they're a blonde and they add some low lights, or some people just go straight into fall. They go from blonde or a light brown into something more rich and chocolatey just for fall. It's still just as important to make sure that finishing step is there. So we don't, at my salon, we don't add a toner into the cost of the color in general. We have our base cost of the color. And then we have, if we do a toner or a glaze of some sort, we add that additional. Number one, not every client is going to want that slash need that. I also don't add that into the initial charge of the color because depending on the type of color they're getting, they may get a different technique used with the toner, which could make the price vary. So instead of charging everybody the same price, no matter what they're getting, we do itemize it in that way just to ensure that we're not number one, jipping ourselves and we're not over or undercharging a client for the service that they got. So when it comes to brunettes, even, so there are times, especially with my redheads, um, I love reds in the fall. I absolutely love reds, rich, um, rich brunettes with that little bit of like a, like a cherry tone to it. Love those. Um, if I want to make their color pop just a little bit more, say um, the color didn't come through quite as much as I wanted. Maybe I wanted to see just a little bit more red or maybe I did a red violet and I wanted to see just a little bit more violet. So this is my opportunity at the bowl after I rinse them, still damp, same, same concept as a toner. I would go back and I would glaze them with another demi color that maybe has a little bit more of that tone. So if I did a red violet, but they turned out more red, I could take a violet in that same tone or that same level family and tone them with that just to give them that pop of the violet. So I'm adding, I'm adjusting their color slightly to give them what they want, plus utilizing the demi, which is going to seal their cuticle, add that shine and get them a longer lasting color. Okay, doesn't that make sense? So what if their color turns out perfect? Say they are a brunette or maybe, maybe this is honestly, maybe they went completely black. They came in, I want black. They go completely black or close to it. And you're like, well, there's not really anything I can add to it. The color is already, I mean, black is black, right? What is prettier than jet black hair? 
jet black hair with some shine to it. That's what's prettier. So you're rinsing at the bowl, get all of their color out. You shampoo them, you towel dry them, and you go mix up a clear glaze. And you put that on their hair for 15, maybe 20 minutes at the most. And then you rinse it out, do a quick shampoo, a deep conditioner, and they have the shiniest black hair ever. Okay, that is one of my favorite things to do with my brunettes, with my redheads. Um, I think I only have, I have two clients that really go black. It's one of my favorite things to do because it adds, it's so simple, but it adds such a nice touch and a perfect finish to that hair color. So in my salon, we use Kenra Professional. Um, Every demi line should have a clear from what I'm understanding, all demi should have a clear, whether it's traditional tube demi or it's a liquid demi. Utilize that. You can also utilize the clear to cut down a demi. So say you want to tone with a, we're going to go back to the to the reds for a minute. Say you want to tone with a 6R, but you don't want it to be as as red as a 6R normally is, you want to cut it just a little bit, put it in, mix it half and half with that clear, and it'll cut it down just a little bit. You'll still get that red, but it's not going to be overwhelming. I love using the Diamond Frost in Kenra Professional Demi. It is absolutely amazing. It is a clear, but it has a little bit of iridescent to it. So it adds, especially on blondes, the perfect shine, the perfect It reflects the light so well, especially when you're outside, you get that perfect blondes by definition tend to not have tend to not be shiny because you're literally pulling all of the color out. The sun doesn't have a whole lot of whole lot to reflect on. So by definition, blondes tend to be a little drier again because you're drying the hair out um, and not reflect the light. And they just they can look dull in some cases. So by adding a clear gloss, even after the toner or with the toner, and then finishing with that diamond frost or something of this sort that has a little bit of iridescent luminosity to it, can really make your blondes pop even more. So when I titled this episode, Let's Talk Color Finishing, it really was so much more than just toning. There's so much more to finishing your color, finishing that service than just toning them and drying them and styling them and getting them out the door. It is so much more than that. It's finishing the process. It's what can I do to this color right now to make it better so she keeps coming back to me. I promise you as a hairstylist, if you are not doing something to up your game every single time a client is in your chair, they will eventually get bored of you and go somewhere else. I see it happen. I've seen it happen in my own chair. I've seen it happen in my girl's chair. And I've seen it happen from clients that come to us from other places. I know it happens in every single salon. You gain some people because they were unhappy with, um, unhappy or maybe they weren't getting the service that they wanted. They weren't feeling, I don't know, maybe they weren't feeling that their stylist was Hmm, how do I want to say this? Growing with them, 
They weren't offering them anything special. And I've seen the same thing happen from us. So we all get in those modes where we're, we're comfortable. And sadly, that time of year is coming up because it's the holidays and we're busy and we're in the mode of, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I have to g- keep going, 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 going. I don't have time for this. Yes, you do. You do have time for this. And if you don't make time for this, eventually you're going to have a lot of time for it because your chair is not going to be as full as what it is now. So constantly be looking for these things that you can add on for your clients. And clients, if you're listening, this is not about money. This is about giving you the service that you deserve for the price that you are paying. So stylist, when you are finishing that color, I want you to think to yourself, is there anything I can do to make my client happier with her service than she is right now? Is there anything I can do that makes her color look better than it does right now? Is there anything I can do? That's the question you need to keep asking yourself. Is there anything I can do? It doesn't matter who's waiting for you in that waiting room. It doesn't matter If you only have 10 minutes, let your client know, I'm running short on time. I had only booked out this amount of time for us, but I really think if we do this, your color is going to pop. I really like to add this gloss on your hair or glaze, whatever you may call it. I really like to add this. I think it's really going to make it pop. Are you okay if I add this on? And then our assistant will help get you dried and styled and ready to go. And I can hear you now. I don't have an assistant. Maybe at that point, you start thinking from the beginning of the service. Well, if I'm going to do this color on her, I I could glaze her with this color to make her color pop more. To give her that finish that she wants, that finish that she desires the finish that she deserves. Clients take time out of their day, out of their schedule, out of their life, from their family. Some need that time away. But they take that time away. And we are far from the old idea of 90 to 120 minute hair appointments. With everything we have to offer and all the different techniques that are available to offer, these three-hour color appointments, sometimes longer, are becoming more of the normal. So if they're spending that time with you, spending that money with you, they deserve every ounce of brain power that you have, every ounce of What can I do? Again, that question, what can I do to make sure she's leaving happy and is happy with the time and money that she spent here today? It's all in the finishing. Whether it's a toner, whether it's a gloss or glaze, whether it's a conditioning treatment, or whether it's a combo of two or all three of those. 
what can you do to make that client happier? That's what we strive for. That's what you should strive for. And clients, if you're listening, know that's what is being strived for when you are in your stylist chair. That's it for this week. I hope you guys found value in this and I will catch you guys next week.